right? <laughs> hey, 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 Nicole here with 360 Wisdom Speaks, and I'm here on a Potapalooza special edition, and we have been on this summit all day long, but I am here again, another special edition with Leia. I want to say Princess Leia, but hey, we we'll, won't even go there, but I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Hey, so tell our audience a little bit about your business and how you serve the community. Absolutely. So I am a spiritual guide and teacher. I'm also a master certified coach and a master psychic. So I use a combination of tools to work with my clients individually to help them to really get in touch with their true essence and their true self and to align and live their life from that place. You know, and this, this is the best time for that, right? To really reach into people's energy and, and, and say, hey, this, this is the message that I'm getting from spirit. And sometimes you need that person, whether it's a coach or whether it's a psychic, to bring that all together. You know, a lot more and more people are coming out and really sharing that. You know, as I approach 50, I notice more and more people are saying, hey, let's get into the divinity. I have a superpower that I can share and I can help people with that. And I can bring them up and, and share their magic and, and help them understand how their magic works on this planet, right? How, how does it work? How is it functional? What do you do when, to serve the public or your clients? You know, what is that? If you could just walk our audience through that kind of what that experience is on like maybe a coaching session with them. Yeah, so it's funny you mentioned that because for the last 20 years, I've been an executive coach. And prior to moving into transitioning into the spiritual aspect of what I've been doing really my whole life, I was very business focused, right? My clients were financial advisors who made over a million dollars a year. It was very black and white results oriented. And then about six years ago, I started like playing with these energies with them and starting to introduce them to what could really take them to that next level up. Like, because they were starting to come into this place where they were going, wow, okay, so I've made all this money and I've got all the, the toys and I've gone on all the trips and now I don't feel fulfilled. And, you know, I said, well, how connected do you feel to source? How connected do you feel to the world around you? And that was the piece that was missing. And that connection happens for different people in different ways. So I might be working with somebody to remove the emotional trauma that's happened with them in the past that's keeping them from being able to be connected. Or I might be working with them to really develop that personal relationship with source because they came from a very religious background where you had to have an intermediary between you and source. Or it might look like you know, some deep visualizations. And I'm also certified in neuro-linguistic programming. So I may use some neuro-linguistic programming pieces with them. And currently right now, what I'm really doing for the whole world is I'm hosting an event called Spiritually Architect the Future. 
And there's myself and eight other guides. It's a free live immersive. It's happening March 24th and 25th. And it is for people who want to use their skill sets that are coming out, these skill sets that they've woken up, they're spiritually awake, and they're like, the world needs to shift. And I know I'm here to shift it in some way, but I'm not the person that's going to like go pound on the doors or go, you know, <laughs> drive my truck to Washington, D.C. and sit there, right? Because there's people that that is their mission, but that's not what everybody's meant to do. And so how do I create a positive high frequency future with my skill set? Well, right. That that's so great that you you're talking about knocking on people's door. I remember watching Ghost Whisper and and she would see the ghost and it was cute. And I'd watch it when my daughter was she was young, you know, just you know, we and we would have conversations about ghosts and crossing over. And I, I did a lot of entity clearing and ghost busting that tells you how old I am. Uh, back in the day with my mother and and to say hey have let's have these conversations but really it's pounding on someone's door who's gonna listen to you i'm all about putting the tinfoil hat on i'm all about flying the freak flag and having real talk but are people gonna meet you are they gonna open the door for you because they don't open the door for their abundance you know ups could be knocking on the door with this big beautiful package of money but you're not answering. You're not opening the door. You're looking through the people like, who's here now? I didn't order that. It's coming to you. The universe is sharing it with you. But if you can't do that, how can you have a conversation with people? And it's it's so perfect right now to have uh, this event because people need to reach out to others. They really need to bring it to this universe to say, how can I do this every day? How can I be this every day? They're not all going to put their cloak on and and we're not having, you know, this ritualistic thing. And some of us do, and that's all perfect. I have been there once or twice, but it's like, are these people going to engage with that? And if it's always kooky to them, then who's going to listen? You know, I and it, it goes to really even UFOs where people were like, oh, my gosh, it's the crazy lady down the street that sees the UFOs. Well, now you have people coming in like Billy Carson and for forbidden knowledge and you have Jimmy Church who have fun, who share these stories, but really talk about it. Well, it's at funny that you level, say that, right? Because Billy Carson, yes. Well, Billy Carson's on my event. He's one of the speakers. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so you just died, you dialed right into that and you were we'll like, oh, share I more information. <laughs> We'll have to share more information with that and just you know it's just uh, i would i watched his event last weekend and it's like how do you share this with other people and he does this this magical mm -hmm. thing and it's real talk and yes he does the the meditation yes he goes to egypt but he really brings that science and that knowledge where it impacts you today right where it impacts you now mm -hmm. how do you bring these people um you know to the point where hey, we can be in the present and we can make it work with our jobs. Because you talked about leadership, you talked about entrepreneurship, going out to, to uh, in, in the maybe the corporate world. And my background is, is law enforcement and security. So it was all into big leadership. But then realized, oh, I can mesh the intuition and the empathy, I use it every day. But what held me together was the uniform, the bat belt, the safety net. 
but I didn't do that on the other half of my life. Where was the uniform? Where was spirit wasn't in my face with people anymore? So how do you share with people how that works? Well, so the first thing is to, to take off the woo-woo because it's not, what people define as woo-woo is actually a new age, is the new age religion which I sometimes call like there's a false light matrix of, you know, the unicorns and the rainbows and all of that kind of stuff. And that's what people tend to have that resistance to because it's been, you know, very um, looked down upon as not being true skill sets. But what we're looking at in today's world is how you know, they're coming out going, yes, actually look at all these pictures that we have that the government has of UFOs, extraterrestrials are real. Spontaneous healing is real. There is another realm that quantum physics and quantum dynamics is starting to measure. And there might be life in that. So maybe there's interdimensional beings as well. And so all of this is starting to get kind of leaked out now to the mainstream so that those of us who've been talking about this for years and actually interacting on some of those different levels are more grounded in it, right? So we've got our sea legs in that information. And so for the people that were like, no, it's not true, it's not true. And now they're finally getting this little dribble that's coming in and they go, oh, wait, is it? Those of us who've been grounded in it can be those lighthouses to help guide them on the way. Right, right. And it's so, when we watched James earlier and he was talking about using other people's language, right? You don't have to hit them where it hurts. You have to use the language that they speak in. If you speak Spanish and I speak to you in Spanish, you're gonna connect. However, when I worked undercover and I was buying drugs, <laughs> there was a certain language and a certain walk that I had. That was to get the product that I need, the product, the goods, the service, whether you're buying drugs on the street or you're bearing a, a spiritual guru, you have to talk in the language that people expect or that they understand. Oh, and, absolutely. And, right. And, and I learned it took me a little while, but I am called the sabotage smasher because it took me 30 years to figure it out. <laughs> 30 years of sabotage, <laughs> that experience, but really seeing that body language oh i read that as a psychic i read your the way you sit the way you stand the way you present yourself i do that too it emerges oh where are you at are you in a chaotic situation are you really possessed maybe you have a mental health issue oh psychics and healers work on that too and it was starting to connect those things together that was like hello i've been doing this the whole time why is it so hard for me to connect that? How do you make that connection with people and say, um, yeah, this is life. You live your best life, be abundant and, and really tune into source and your guides. Well, the first thing I do is I model it. I, I live it, I live what I teach. And I think that's really one of the most important things, you know? I have a nice house. I have nice stuff. I go on extravagant vacations. It's not about not living in this world. It's about being in this world and knowing how to be in all of the worlds. So it's about integration. And so in, a, in essence, for me, 
I have the language of practical spirituality is what I call it, because I can talk to my financial advisors about meditation, but we call it mindfulness and stress relief. I can talk to them about me having this total psychic vision of like the direction of their business and call it my gut feeling about where they should be going. <laughs> and it's <laughs> language that they already get, right? <laughs> and so it's, you know, it's very simple to me. My first husband was a linguist and it it's language. You just speak yes. into somebody's world and they get you. It's so true. It's so true because in law enforcement, we had verbal judo. What that was is communication. Mm. How do you talk to someone or how do you talk them down from somebody? You're not really battling them, but it's a verbal punch here and there to kind of guide them where they need to go. And sometimes we need to do that as coaches and separate ourselves and detach and say, let me guide you and show here's the roadmap you follow this path you'll get here if you don't you'll go off the side of the road (laughs) oops and you may get a flat tire well yeah and and i will tell you from a spiritual perspective sometimes they need to drive off the road you know there are times when you know it's like they're they need the experience of falling off the the horse to go oh maybe that wasn't a good idea maybe i should try putting my feet in the stirrups. Right. (laughs) And so I'm not here to protect them from their choices or to make them do it a different way. I offer to help them evoke their wisdom from within themselves so that they can get to their truths faster. Yeah. That that's great because you you're sharing with them really that self-leadership, which they become their own leader. And they understand, oh, that was a trigger. Let's put it aside. Let's not live in that victimhood or let's not live in the trigger. Because if we allow that to get to us, everything gets to us and we miss out. If everything's bad, nothing's good. If if you're chicken little and the sky is constantly falling, then when it does, no, everybody's like, whatever. Nobody's paying attention anymore to you. And I love, I love metaphysical people. I love psychic people, but you, you (laughs) can't live in poverty and have abundance. Those are two opposites. No. Right. And, and yeah. And the sheriff said, I am the role model. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's the mindset of scarcity is what creates being broken poor. And, and poor doesn't just mean money. It can mean poor self-esteem, poor, you know, relationships, poor, just relating with yourself. Um, what I was just talking about this on another podcast is that we don't live from reality. We live from our perception of reality. And so what we see as true is based on what filters we're looking through. And so different things become true at different levels of consciousness, because at each level of consciousness or expansion of consciousness, really, I don't see them as being hierarchical. I see them as being kind of open spirals. Um, We are able to pull off different pieces 
of programming that we've received to see more of the truth. Yeah, you know, that 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 is absolutely it, it, it makes sense because for me, it's that theory of relativity. And when you talk about the, a witness, when you take a witness, the witness is only as good as their experiences in life. So the theory of relativity is it's relative to your experience, to your life and where you're standing. And I look at it when I read, there's a, a, a short book of that theory of relativity that talks about people standing on a train platform and the train's going by, depending on the lighting, depending on the cloud covering, depending on the sunshine, and depending on where you're standing and your mental state of mind, that man and woman that you see in the train are having a battle, if you're having a bad day or if you, maybe you had a violent background, to the next person, they were embracing in this warmth and this love. And that's what you see and that's what you project. And we are reflections of ourselves, right? That's that, you know, that, um, that, that depth of our soul. And it's really that underlining of us, the fragments of us and our journey. And it's so beautiful. I could sit here all day and have this conversation with you. And, and of course I will till the next person pops in because it's beautiful. I can see that you live that life. I can see that you're enriched in that life. And I can see that why would people listen to you? Because you live that life. And, and if you're, you're coming from a impoverished state of mind or your soul is impoverished or weakened, people aren't gonna listen to you. And you can bang on their door all day but nobody's going to open it up to that crazy lady because I've tried it. <laughs> nobody's opening that door. And so it's like, it's like, oh, how come you're not listening to me? Oh, because you're still stuck in that story. You're still stuck in that pain. And you need somebody else to say, hey, this is how we do it. Well, that also goes back to something that James said is it's all about timing. You know, as when you are as psychic and as, as intuitive as I am, I'm usually four or five steps ahead of my clients and I could have my ego on and go, oh, I know what's going to happen next. And, you know, let me say, be the savior and make sure you don't make that big mistake. But I've learned through experience that that is part of their journey. And I'm only able to see it so that I can better support them when what happens happens. And that was a huge learning for me on my journey as a spiritual guide is that you're not seeing things for people to protect them from them or to save them from them. You can't save someone from themselves or their own path. You can point out these are possible things that might happen. Do you want to have those? Because they all have different consequences. Mm -hmm. But if you put yourself in their path and you start influencing what's happening in their life, you get involved in their karma. Uh, yes. <laughs> Just that for, and I don't suggest that for anyone. <laughs> I don't want your karma. I don't want your, I don't want your tragedy. I don't want your travesty. And I used to wear that. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to clean up that chaos. I'm here to carry you on my, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Now I'm just here to espouse what I have to say and gently sit back like you mentioned and say, hey, here's how I can help you. 
here's what I see if you're willing to allow me to share that if you're ready for that and I remember that for a while it was like a fight with clients because it was like you know okay you came to me I'm psychic you wanted the answer I gave it to you and you're telling me no then you're not ready to hear it and that's okay Mm -hmm. it's really okay it hurt me for a little while but it's okay if and I tell people I give them the disclosure if you make an appointment with me you're going to hear the truth if you don't want to hear the truth don't be here don't make the appointment right you know it's like hey you really want to hear that truth and sometimes you have to get to your clients where they're at but but not to slow your magic down completely not to shut down you know and to find them where yeah and i think you make a really good point Yeah, you make a really good point about this because there's kind of two different pieces of this. So there's people that come for readings and readings are where I'll just channel down everything that I'm seeing and they're getting it because they've paid for it. They say they want it. They may not receive it well. Coaching is very different. Coaching is where I'm really holding a much bigger container for them to play and grow and learn themselves. And it's not about my psychic abilities or giving them like a reading. It's about them coming and saying like, this is the playground that I want you to help me like up level to. And, and then I help evoke from them their own spiritual skills, their own spiritual wisdom, draw on, you know, their connection with source to really expand even more into who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's well said because there are those two different factions of who you are and who your clients are and what you're attracting. If you're not attracting those clients, they can hear your message. You really need to, to look at and detach as a coach to say, Hey, how can I get people to hear me? What is the language I need to speak? I bring them in, mm-hmm. but I'm not actually welcoming or opening the door to them. So, so how do coaches, you know, really in this time say, hey, you know, you want to be the self-leader. You want to be an integral part of the connection in the community. How do you do that with self-leadership? And that self-leadership is, is, is different than coming out with your bullhorn, right? You know, and, and how do people make that change in that progression right now? Because it's really important right now is to step into your magic and to not vomit on people and project everything, but to, to, to give it in a way that they yeah. can receive it. Yeah, I, I think first of all is for everybody to realize that not everybody's a leader, that they may be, I mean, and I say that like with like all the love in my heart, that there are some people who came here to follow, to support those who are in the leadership positions. And so I see a lot of people feeling this pressure to be these leaders and their role and their true essence is really designed for something different. Yeah. And if they went into that, they would feel so much more alive and, and lit up than trying to live as something they're not. Yeah, 
Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a great, great, great point because I watch people, so many people in this spiritual community try to be the guru. That's not your role. I love you. That's not your role. The reason you're not successful is because you're a great support and you know, you're a great support and you want to help people and you want to support people. And that's your languaging all the time, but you're trying to be the leader and it drains you. And it's okay if you're not, mm -hmm. it's okay not to be the leader. And it's okay to be part of a group that, hey, maybe I don't belong. Maybe there's another group somewhere else for me. Without that desperation, you'll find mm -hmm. that group online. You can find that group in your community, but you have to look, there's different support systems everywhere around you, um, you know, and, and, and to embrace that and say, hey, if that's draining you and you're not succeeding, Maybe that's not your role in life. Maybe that's not your role anymore. Or maybe that's that's something that you need to step into just because people say, hey, that would be great. Are you comfortable with that? Because if you're not, it shows, right? You know, the audience won't be there. Your yeah. clients won't be there. It really, really shows. Hey, let's talk about your event a little bit because I know that that's an important thing coming up. <laughs> yes. So I am very excited about it. It is really, I was looking for something like it and it didn't exist. So I created it. And that's, that's kind of how I've done a lot of things in life where I was like, you know, I'm spiritually awake. I know there's this, I know there's a lot of other people out there that are spiritually awake and most very spiritually awake people don't have huge numbers of people around them that get them. <laughs> it's designed that way we're lighthouses. So we're placed far apart so that we can light up the area that is around us. And so a lot of times we're like isolated, we're lone rangers, or we have this small little select group of people that really get us. And then we have the people that we're meant to help elevate their consciousness. And so what I've done on this event is I've brought a, eight of those lighthouses together in myself. I've got, you know, Billy Carson and Elizabeth Hoekstra, who are from Forbidden Knowledge TV. I've got Adam Apollo, who has been on Gaia TV. I've got Jason Shurka, who's also been on Gaia TV, and he started Unified Social. I've got, I mean, just this amazing group of lighthouses who are going to come on to this two-day live immersive and it's a workshop style. They're gonna share processes. There's one guy who's doing this amazing quantum heart process. And then my own personal emotional alchemist is gonna do this amazing process for kind of going through this emotional digestion piece. And it's it's just gonna be amazing. Like I'm, I'm like in awe of how it's been unfolding. And I was, I'm excited for everybody to be there who feels called. So it's March 24th and 25th. It's from about noon to 8 p.m. both days, uh, Eastern time. And you can sign up. I'll give you the link, but um, it's spirituallyarchitectthefuture.com backslash Leah, L-E-A-H. And I would love to have you all there. Oh, amazing. I love it. And Princess Leah, beautiful. Beautiful. You're the one that brought that up and it means so many good things for me. I love it. And I will share that. 
I, I, I'm going to get your email. So I, when I post this this next week, that everybody can have that information because it's very important. These people are strong, wonderful, dedicated people that have a different audience out there that are really all about that, that science and that quantum physics and the vibration and how to change your DNA, how to really biohack yourself and say, hey, I can do this right now. And other people are listening to this because it starts to make sense. This is that, that part right now, that missing puzzle piece where people can say, hey, this is how I can use this in everyday life. And it's simple. It's a simple format to follow where you don't have to have all these tools that you'll never use. I don't know about you guys, but I've got a corner of stuff. <laughs> I've got tools. I need that. And we, we do, right? Well, and that's, uh, I will tell you, that was part of the reason why I planned this this way. You're actually going to have the transformation in the event. Like you don't need to take other stuff. You don't need to go listen to things a million times. You don't need to like, you know, hang something outside in the full moon or anything like that. These are real things that are going to change you. Like in the moment, you're going to walk into that event, one person, and you're going to walk out a different person. Yeah. And that's the intention. And that's the intention right now. And we yeah. need to realize that time shift right now, yeah. the time slips that go on and the interdimensional travel, things are now, that veil is lifted and things you can receive now. You're open up to take it, receive it, it's yours. Take everything that is presented in you because it's an amazing ride for this change. And, and I just love it. And I cannot talk about it enough. That's why I have a podcast, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, I so appreciate you um, taking this time with me. I really do. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys. All right. All her information will be down below.